Welcome to the Feeding and Leading Podcast, featuring Todd Fisher and Andy Taylor, a podcast for church leaders focusing on expository preaching, pastoral leadership, and ministry. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Feeding and Leading. This is a podcast uh, primarily aimed at pastors, and we talk a lot about uh, preaching, expository preaching, and we talk a lot about pastoral leadership and uh, pastoral ministry and just in general things that pastors face. And uh, today we're going to talk about a topic that uh, Andy and I actually get asked about quite a bit. And so, as always, Andy Taylor is here uh, with me today. Andy, doing well? I, I am. And Andy happens to be a pretty good expert on the topic that we're going to talk about, and it is about the, 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 the physical health and yeah. well-being of the pastor. So one of our priorities at Oklahoma Baptists is pastoral wellness. Yeah. And pastoral wellness is not just limited to the, the mental, emotional, spiritual well-being of a pastor, but pastoral wellness also includes physical wellness. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that everyone would agree that, that the two have an interplay, the physical and the non-physical, in terms of wellness. And uh, if, if, if pastors were doing a little better job of taking care of themselves in the physical well-being, it, it, it tends to help the other parts of the well-being as well. So uh, Andy is, is uh, someone who's really into this and is really well-versed in this. So uh, we're going to take some time in this episode and ask Andy a few questions and uh, let him kind of lead us here as we talk about physical well-being of pastors. And, um, and again, kind of the impetus for us doing this episode is simply because we have been asked mm. by so many pastors yeah. to do an episode mm. like this. So, Andy, just kind of start plowing the ground for us a little bit on this topic and just kind of share some overview uh, on this. Yeah, you know, uh, Todd, I, I <clears throat> it sounds funny. Uh, we're going to talk about physical health today, and, and honestly, I'm going to have to try to to not get emotional about this, mm-hmm. because I have so many friends, so many pastor friends who who struggle with their health, and 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 I have struggled mightily mm-hmm. uh, with health issues. A lot of it has been related to my my time in in the military. Um, I, I I take far too many pills in the morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there came a point in which I knew that physically I was not healthy, mm-hmm. and and I was struggling. I was struggling uh, to to focus. I was struggling with energy, uh, terrifically. Um, I I just felt bad mm-hmm. uh, a good amount of time, and and I just there just needed to be some change in my life, and 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 I constantly hear this from from pastors mm-hmm. and um and and i've done i've done a lot to to try to correct some of that in my life i'm still working on it mm-hmm. i i uh and i have some some different reasons why this is important to me uh personally and uh just gonna you know just want to share a few things ab- yeah. about that with with uh, with our guys and, and a little bit of your background on this that you just alluded to and i'll make sure our listeners know uh, you know, I mean, 
you, you had a little stint in your life where, you know, you jumped out of helicopters and airplanes for a living, which mm -hmm. is not easy on the knees and the body. Yeah, the back. You, you have been through Army Ranger School, which yeah. is a physically brutal thing to That's do. stupid. So yeah. uh, you're... You <laughs> When I think of you, you're a little like the old Indiana Jones line when he <laughs> says, you know, it's not the years, it's the mileage. Yeah, that's right. And you've gone through a lot of that and experienced a lot of that with, mm -hmm. with physical pain and things breaking mm -hmm. down in your body and, you know, struggles with kidney stones. Oh, you man, know, yeah. Anybody that knows you, we, we know the, the – so – those are just so you you have been in a place in life where you had to just deal with this on the front line. Yeah, and so talk. Let's let's just kind of kind of jump to the, a little bit of the practical about this. So yeah, let, let's talk about how how can a pastor um, take better care of themselves. So what what if we kind of started with like nutrition? Just yeah. So let's start with that one. So first of all, let me say that uh, you know. There's a number of surveys that are out there that talk about the physical issues for pastors. They're they're not hard to find. You can you can very easily find, and we might even put a link to something in the show notes. Mm -hmm. But it, it really shows that about 75 percent. And I, listen, I, all of this that I say, everybody needs to know. I'm not a doctor, mm. not that kind, <laughs> not that kind. I'm not a doctor, and uh, and and really, I'm not an expert. I've just this is a passion of mine. Yeah. Um, and, and nothing of what I'm going to say, if it hits home with you, it's hit home with me. Right. So it, right. this is uh, this is not pointing fingers. Yeah, sure. This is us trying to, to, to help one another. Yeah. And I realize it's a touchy issue. Yeah. But about 75% of all American pastors mm -hmm. are in some way overweight. Yeah. And so it, it is an issue. Uh, just some practical things. When you, when you talk about nutrition, man, I, there is – People ask me all the time about nutrition. Where's the one place that you start? Here, for me, this is the one place that I would start is reduce your sugar. Mm -hmm. Reduce sugar. And, and I don't mean eliminate it mm -hmm. because good luck, brother. <laughs> it's in everything. Right. It is in everything. What I did and what I still do is I, I tried to eliminate the big ticket items. I don't, I don't eat cookies every day. I don't mm -hmm. eat cake every day. I don't eat ice cream every day. I do still eat those things, mm -hmm. and I still enjoy those things. Mm -hmm. But I've, I've greatly reduced them. Right. I ha for me, one of the ways that I reduce sugar is um, I, I virtually don't drink carbonated drinks. Mm -hmm. Now, I know that's a killer for some people. Uh, including me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know you love Dr. Pepper. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't put sugar in my coffee. Mm -hmm. Now, I, I do some other things that kind of sweeten things up. But it, here's my point. Sugar is a killer. Mm. Sugar has the addictive qualities of cocaine. Mm. And, and I can testify to that in getting off of it. I felt like I was going through withdrawals. Wow. Now, what's interesting about that is now... I will sometimes turn down something that has sugar in it because I know I'm going to pay the price later with a headache. Mm. Sugar didn't – when I started reducing – and here I'm air quoting, okay? Mm -hmm. I can, can continue mm -hmm. that word. Reducing sugar, I didn't just lose weight, and mm -hmm. I did very quickly. Mm -hmm. What I lost also was the cracking in my kneecaps mm. when I would walk. Um, the stiffness in my back. I, I have I have 
L5S1, I have no disc. Mm. Burst it in when I was in Airborne. Um, <clears throat> I would wake up every morning, and I felt like what I thought my 75-year-old dad looked like yeah. when he was walking, yeah. right? Just hobbling around. Take me 20 minutes just to get moving. Mm-hmm. Since I have reduced sugar, all almost all of that, and Todd, I told you earlier, I am this short of using the word miracle, mm. mm-hmm. uh, of just how much better I feel by just reducing my my sugar intake. Okay. So that's that's been a been a big, big thing for me. And probably like, reducing portions or some other real kind of practical things that absolutely we can intentionally do. So there's a number of things I think that that you can do there. One is <laughs> don't throw rocks at me. Uh reduce red meat. Mhm. Uh that one's been hard for me. Yeah. Um I do a little bit of intermittent fasting. So what I mean by that is is that frequently I will not eat breakfast, not a full breakfast until mm-hmm. like 10 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have to take a little bit to eat early in the morning to take my medication, mm-hmm. but I'll wait for a full meal until like 10 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. That has lots of benefits. We won't even get into all of that today. And then I shut down my window of eating also by about 6.30. Okay. Because there's there's a lot of studies that are out there that show the later that you eat, it affects all kinds of things, hmm. including, number one, your sleep. Yeah. So big time. So reducing portions mm-hmm. and, and, and then looking at the, the, uh, the times that you're so eating. So the, 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 those are not necessarily easy things to do they're by not. any means, but they're simple things. So here's what I would say. Don't, <laughs> don't try to go all out. Yeah. 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 Don't don't say, well, okay, and yeah. you know, these guys are talking about it. So now, no, honey, I'm not eating any more cupcakes at birthdays anymore, you know, or anything yeah. like that. Don't do yeah. that. S- with everything, you have to start small. Yeah. yeah. Now, w- one of the things that I have heard you say mm-hmm. just in conversations with you, and I've even heard you say this to other pastors, um, is it seems like you tend to not use the word exercise. Yep. You tend to use the word move. That's right. Talk, talk a little bit about that. Okay. So the word exercise is a dirty word, <laughs> right? To a lot of people, it's yes. It's a cuss word. Yes. Right? So I don't, I don't use the word exercise uh, anymore because people are thinking, you know, lifting weights, going for a long run, mm-hmm. doing those kind of things. And, and really, that's not where, A, that's not what it's, we're necessarily talking about. And B, that's not where to start. Mm. Many of our pastors that we're listening to, you've tried that, you've done that, mm-hmm. and, and it's just, you know, it wears you out. Not physically, I mean, mentally, you're just worn out with it. I talk about movement, and I, I think you start where you are. So, Man, if you have hard time even just being mobile, mm-hmm. um, going for a walk seems daunting. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, it may be that what you need to to maybe focus on today is sitting down and standing up in your you know out of your chair ten times, mm-hmm. and and think about how immobile pastors get. Right. That's right. Whether you're in your car or you're sitting at your desk. Yeah. And everything begins to tighten up. Maybe every hour you just need to stand up out of your chair and sit down ten times. 
Yeah, pastors generally have a very sedentary lifestyle. Ex- we're, yes. we're sitting all the time. We're we're studying. We're talking with people. We're leading a meeting um, during the week. We yeah. we tend to have a, a sedentary kind of that's right life. Now, for some pastors, your movement can be more than that. Yeah, and 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 you can, um, you know, perhaps in the middle of your day, uh, maybe you get out and you walk around the church. Mm-hmm. Or, or at night when you get home with your wife, you know, you yeah. go out, you go out for a walk and you talk. Uh, for some of you, you can be involved in a uh, air quotes again fitness right. program, right. whether that's you know lifting some weights or if that's maybe that's you know going for a short jog or something like that. I always say it's not what level you're at. It's that you do something. Right. And that it right. become a part of your life, your daily that's life. Good. How often should you do this? Well, you should do it every day. Yeah, that's good. There should be movement in your life every day. Yeah, and I, I think there needs to be some kind of a, a, a catalyst, a moment of this has got to this, this this cannot just be something, hey, we pastors just talk about. Oh, here we go. Here's another, you know, think about yeah. But I mean, really, there's a there's 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 a lot on the line here. I mean, your your well being, how it impacts, uh, you know, your 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 performance as a minister, yep. and 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 everything. You know, for for me, what got me on running was, and I know a lot of people hate to run, but I just I had a general checkup, had a blood draw. Mm-hmm. This is years ago, a yep. long time ago. Yeah. And uh, the doctor said, your triglycerides are really high. Yeah. And I remember he looked at me and said, I could give you a pill for that, or you could get up off the couch every now and then and lay off a cheese enchilada. That's exactly what he said to me. Wow. And I thought, well, wow, I want to, you know, I want to take care of myself where I'm going to be around for my kids and all that kind of thing. Yeah. But th- that was a catalyst kind of moment yeah. for me. And what was interesting for me was I started, I just... I started jogging around the block is where it started. Yeah. But what I discovered, and I think some pastors will discover in in whatever exercise, walking, boy, it became a huge stress relief for me. A hundred percent. Something about my feet pounding the pavement, hitting yes. the pavement, and it was a stress relief. Big so time. two things, Todd. One is everybody. <laughs> let me say, people. When I was pastoring, people asked, Pastor, why do you have such big arms? <laughs> and I would say, well, or they'd say, why do you work out so much? Well, it's my stress relief. Yeah. And you yeah. people are driving me crazy. <laughs> okay. The second thing, and you really hit on, this is a, so important. I, I mean, this is like up at the top of the list important. Mm-hmm. Everybody has to have a reason. Mm-hmm. You have to have a reason. Mm-hmm. I, had, I have two reasons. One is, in 2011, when I got out of the Army, <clears throat> I had a neurosurgeon tell me, we're going to have to fuse your spine. Mm. Everybody I talked to who had had it done in the Army, my, my friends, said, don't do it. Mm. It's the worst thing that I've ever gone through. Now, yeah. I know technology has made that yeah. a lot better now. Yeah. I went to the neurosurgeon. I told him, no, I don't want to do that. And he, he almost like almost cussed me out. Mm. And he said, well, you're going to have to do something in order, and, he, and I was, he was pointing at his abdomen, to keep all of this tight. Mm. And I said, I got it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That rang to me. 
The second reason, and this is a much more down to the soul kind of reason, my wife and I have a special needs child. Mm-hmm. Seth is 24 years old. He's nonverbal. He's autistic. He has lots of medical. Or he has some medical problems. Mm-hmm. He will live with us forever. Right. I have to live as long yeah. as I can. Yeah. Yeah. Now, my my two younger kids have said, Dad, we'll take care yeah, of Seth sure. when you guys are gone. Yeah. Yes, but I want them to live their life right, first. Right. And so I have to do everything to give myself the best possibility mm. to be there for Seth. That's right. To be there for him. And, and thirdly, if you want to add it to that, and oh, by the way, along the way, I want to be effective with the gospel ministry until my 70s, yeah. my 80s, Mac Brunson, the Former pastor, first mm-hmm. pastor Dallas, first pastor Jacksonville. Uh, he said that he he saw a study that said a man's most productive decade in ministry. You want to guess? What is it? Sixties. Sixties. How about that? Guess the the second. What is that? Seventies. <laughs> you know wow. what I'm thinking? Yeah. Good. It hadn't passed me by yet. Yeah, that's great. That's great. But your the body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And. If if you don't take care of your body, yeah. you're not going to be able to function in these things. Yeah, there's a theological element into this. A hundred percent. Yeah, really, yeah. there is. So let, let's just kind of to wrap up. Yeah, kind of kind of speak here at the end just about that that interchange, that interplay, the crossover mm-hmm. between mental, emotional, spiritual health, and physical health. How. If I start taking care of myself physically, mm-hmm. how that actually aids the other aspects of wellness in my life. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that there's any question whatsoever. Um, the, f- the physical body, when there—let's call it alignment. Um, when, when your body is functioning the way that it's supposed to, mm-hmm. as, as efficient, efficiently as it can. Now, look. I'm 55. What are you, 53? Mm-hmm. Okay, 53. Yes. Some guys who are listening to this are going, well, these are a couple of youngins. <laughs> a couple of them are, you know, a lot of these guys are like, man, these ancient yeah, of days probably, guys. Yeah, well, you're, called both all yeah the time. well, your time is coming, guy. <laughs> um, yeah, as the body gets older, there are things that just naturally break down that you, that you can't recover. Mm-hmm. You can't recover. Mm-hmm. But you can slow down the process, yeah. okay? So what I've seen for me is that the, the more – there's just so many benefits to, to physical health with nutrition, with sleep, listen, with flexibility. Mm-hmm. Pastor, you need to stand up and stretch periodically. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I, I, wish I, I wish I had time to get into that. If there's one thing that has made me feel better than almost anything else, it's the time that I take every day to stretch. Huh. Stretch my hamstrings. Stretch almost almost all back pain is related to hamstrings in some way. Wow. Hmm. So uh, all of that stre- stretching. But anyway, you asked me the question. Physical health directly impacts your mental clarity. Yeah. The yeah. be, and, and pastor, you've got to think. You've got to be able That's to right. think well. And you've got to be able to in, do it at, for a long period of time, to mm-hmm. have endurance in doing it. Yeah. Um, just having, you know, 
your blood pressure under control. You know, I was experiencing so many headaches because I had high blood pressure. Hmm. When I got nutrition, when my nutrition came into line and when we got that kind of figured out, you know, I, I was just able to, to function better as a pastor. A lot of our pastors have diabetes problems. Yeah. And, and, it, and it keeps you from physically doing the spiritual things right. that you need to take care of. Yep, that's right. You know, uh, emotionally, it's, you know, you find yourself, this is me, confession time. When I don't feel good, I get grumpy. Yeah, right. And, I, and I'm and i an extrovert by nature. I go into a hole when I yeah. don't feel well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then I'm isolating myself from my wife or my kids. Mm-hmm. So it has all kinds of effects. It relates to the way that I pastor people, yeah. that I shepherd people. If I'm not feeling well, if I'm not able to put the time and the energy and the effort into it, I don't think well, I don't plan well, don't lead well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, man, that is really good and important. One last little thing. So pastors listen to this episode, and he kind of says, okay, yeah, you know what, I, I need to— and you've, we, you've given some great, hey, just get up and go walk around a little bit. But are there some, uh, are there some resources that might be helpful? Is you know a website, a book? <laughs> uh, is there anything like that that a pastor might could go and look at to kind of help him get started? Yeah, so first of all, let me say there's conflicting information sure, out there I all imagine. over yeah, the place, yeah. right? The most important, uh, say this with clarity, the most important resource that you have to start with is your doctor. Mm-hmm. Before you start, an ec- let's say, an, an exercise program right. or something like that, if you have physical problems, you need to go to yeah. your doctor yeah. first, okay? Yeah. And, then, and, and then I would say, yes, you can go to the website. You can go to the websites about exercise programs, stuff like that. But listen, you need to do something that you can do. Right. <laughs> Not... Listen, don't run out and just automatically buy a, a membership to a gym. Right. Or, right. you know, start chasing around some CrossFit guy. Something like that. Yeah. You, you need to start where you are. Uh, you know, and, and, and as far as resources, look, there's as, many, there's as many books and resources out there as there are for your job as a pastor. Right. I mean, there's sure. no way you'll ever be able to get into yeah. all of them. Um, I always think that the, the best information is information that's scalable, mm. meaning if, if you're doing an exercise program, let, let, let's just, just take a typical thing. Like, like guys like, guys like to go into the gym and do bench press, right. Rawr, you know, you're going to go <laughs> in and throw some weights around. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so they want to put 135 pounds on the bar, and they're going to bench press for a set of 10. Well, maybe you, maybe you can't. Right. And you shouldn't. Right. Right? Right. Maybe you should, maybe you should just start with five push-ups tonight. Yeah, yeah. Here's, what I used to, here's how I started. <laughs> this is silly. It's just practical, but it's silly. I get a deck of cards, and I would stack them up, and I would get on my hands and knees in front of and I would turn the card over, mm-hmm. and it's a seven, I'd do seven push-ups. Yep. And then I'd turn it over, and it would be an eight, and I'd do eight sit-ups. sit-ups. Yep. And, and it yep. just keep I've going back and forth, yeah. back and forth, back and forth. And, and pretty soon, you start building some yeah. muscular endurance, yeah. some muscular pliability, mm-hmm. 
Okay. The other thing that we haven't talked about is the importance of drinking water. Mm. Your, your body is, I don't even know, I can't even remember the statistic. Your body is like 90% water, something yeah. like that. Yeah. You, you, got, you need to drink a lot of water. Water is just, it, it's so good for you. Yeah. Uh, but, so yeah. Well, that's good, man. Well, go. out of time on this episode. And I know if guys had questions, they, they always can, you know, reach out to you. And sure. you'll be glad to visit with them. And probably most people have somebody in their life, a friend, an acquaintance, that's very knowledgeable about this kind of thing. Yeah, that they and not only talk to not only that, but it's accountability. Yeah, I mean accountability, yeah. just like your spiritual disciplines. Yeah. Uh, accountability in eating. Accountability yeah. in listen. Another thing, sleeping. Mm. You, there's two things that you cannot out exercise. Mm-hmm. You can't exercise enough to to overcome your eating habits. Yeah. Yeah. I tried it. Yeah. You can't do it. Right. You can't exercise enough to overcome your, your sleep or your lack of huh. sleep. How many pastors do you know probably have lack of sleep? Yeah, a lot. A lot. You, you got to sleep. That's good. Yeah. All right, man. Well, we better uh, end this episode because I think you got some push-ups to go do. <laughs> I think I'm done for that. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Uh, we'll catch you next time. This episode of Feeding and Leading has been brought to you by the Cooperative Program and Oklahoma Baptists. Visit us at oklahomabaptist.org or your preferred podcast platform. Oklahoma Baptists, advancing the gospel together.